Rodian Radio presents the Obi-Wan Kenobi After Show. seen anything good on YouTube lately? Nope. I know uh I know we have. Huh? Wow what a trailer. Um, Kenobi. 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 Um, wow, alright, so we've got a big show tonight. We um we are going to break down the trailer and we're going to go shot from shot in the trailer as um we're shown here and break down each scene, give our predictions. Um, my name is Chase, and I am here with my good friend, the one and only, Mr. Danny Cruz. Hello, hello, everybody. Uh, hello there. Ooh. Hello Obi-Wan there. One Kenobi, we finally got a trailer. You know, I probably watched this trailer eight, 80 times. Yep, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. When I first saw the announcement uh, at work, I was like, "I cannot lie. I had to watch it." <laughs> and and I actually didn't even know there was a trailer. I seen so I saw the promo pictures that Entertainment Weekly had dropped out, and then like four hours later, I get a message from you yeah. saying, "Have you seen the Kenobi trailer?" <laughs> and I and like you you sent me that message while I was walking inside a grocery store. And I about oh. stopped dead in my tracks. It was like, <laughs> did this guy just say trailer? Yeah, trailer. I was really expecting it to be May the 4th. So mm-hmm. that leaves me to wonder if we're going to see a Bad Batch Season 2 trailer May the 4th. And an Andor trailer for May the 4th. Oh, yeah, um, it's coming this summer, right? Uh, the fall. The fall. Ooh, we just got a bunch of Star Wars, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we called it a while back. 2022 mm-hmm. is the year for Star Wars, not just figures, but also streaming shows. So, um, all right. So we are going to pull up the trailer here, uh, shot from shot. You're more than welcome to follow along with us as we go through these pictures. Um, all right. So let me get my stuff ready here. Okay. All right, so uh, the first the first shot we see here, um, we see some rocks and some sand. And if you look up, you can see the twin suns on the trailer. Maybe I need to get my uh, my notes ready here. Yeah. All right, so if we look up, you can see the twin suns. They yeah. are up in the top left corner, and uh, we see. A little silhouette of Kenobi riding in on a Eopi. Uh, did you notice like the rocks and the sand kind of moved a little bit as Kenobi's walking? What? No, I didn't. You didn't notice didn't that? Notice All right. Well, so, so if, you, if you, yeah, like the little rocks and the sand right there on that little rock platform, they're wow. moving before it focuses into Kenobi. Now that could just be the wind, but we know that Obi Wan. You know, we hear in episode four, Owen Lars says he's like a crazy old wizard. What if the force like moves around Kenobi? And that's how I've, people look at him as like a wizard, like things move when he walks by. 
I mean, it'll be suspicious if he's trying to stay hidden from the Empire. But it could, like you said, it could also be like the wind or something like that. Because they do cut out certain parts in the trailer so they, that they don't spoil it. In the I think show. it's just the wind. I, I have a couple of, of spots to talk about. Like, um, like when we get to the, the scene where he's sitting uh, on that little hill, I guess, and he's like watching over Luke. I have a prediction, but we'll, 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 we'll get there when. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there yeah. All right, so the next shot we see is Kenobi walking his EOP through. Uh, I, I'm going to assume this is Moss Esley. Mm-hmm. Um, do you notice anything about his clothes? He doesn't um, look like he's wearing Jedi attire. Yeah, he's more wearing like desert people. Kind of yeah, thing. like like modern Tatooine mm-hmm. apparel. Um his cloak, he does have sort of like a Qui-Gon Jinn cloak. Uh, if you remember the Phantom yeah, Menace, Qui-Gon like the, had a poncho. poncho. Yeah, the poncho kind of thing. Yeah, the ponchos yeah. are back, ladies and gentlemen. Ponchos are back, yes. And uh, the the Sideshow Collectibles Clone Wars Anakin actually comes with a poncho too, which... Uh, ooh, we can get some customs out of that. Yeah. So so we, we see a bunch of people here, and I'm assuming this is Moss Esley. And then we go to the next scene. It's like he's on a... I don't know. It kind of looks like he's like cutting meat or working on metal or steel or something. Maybe he's forging he's best like commoner. <laughs> that would be cool. He'd be like, huh. He worked with the, I mean, he was with the Mandos. He was basically like had a romantic. What if like, Kenobi was the one who made the Beskar spear? That, you know what? That would actually be a cool concept because it's like it came from somewhere. Kenobi made it. Yeah, and like, and then from there, it's just called. They'll probably have to explain like where the spear went. Hopefully, not the show Star Wars, the spear of. Maybe Mandalore. it'll be in a comic. Maybe, but was that's that's a good concept. But making Beskar and like Tatooine, that's a little. Uh, what do you think it be made like? Uh, in a from Mandalore, Mandalore and manufacturer. But didn't they already blow up Mandalore? Like the yeah, yeah. So we wouldn't know. Yeah, they did. So we see. Uh, he looks like he's. I don't. Know, it kind of looks like he might be taking a break because all these people are going all in the same direction, right past him. So, I don't know. It kind of looks like he's making something to me. Then the next shot, we see him riding the Eope into literally nowhere. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I think this is cut out. something is cut out here. Like mm. something is to the right of him. Like he's walking with somebody, but I'm not too sure. About Ooh, it. I didn't even think about that. That's a pretty good Cause, speculation. Because I've noticed some shots that I've seen in this, they look. See, after like watching the trailers, uh, like other movies and stuff, and what Disney does, is they cut off a lot of like spoilers in their trailers. For example, spoiler, spoiler alert! <laughs> if you have not seen Spider-Man: No Way Home, skip the next minute of this episode. Mm-hmm. For example, in the Spider-Man: No Way Home trailer, we. Tom Holland Spider-Man swinging towards the three villains by himself mm. and then later the other two Spider-Man were cut out of it. Yeah. There's a that's a very good speculation as to right here. But the question yeah. is who's riding with him? We d- we don't know. That's the one thing I couldn't think of, but it I'm just gonna looks s- off. To I'm going to say I I'm re- my mind just keeps going to Quinlan Boss. Like, for some reason, because 
the only time we saw him in live action, he was on Tatooine. Or what if? Oh, what if he was with um, uh, uh, Luke Skywalker's uncle, Uncle Owen? Yeah. What if he's with Owen? Maybe they're riding back to the homestead. Yeah, maybe. Because I feel like Owen's character. I'm glad that they reprised that actor. That is Joel Egerton. Joel Egerton. I'm like. He was actually Uncle Owen in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, only that little part, and look at him now. Like, I feel like him and Obi Wan have like a love hate. More sort of. More of a stressful relationship because, even though he knows Obi Obi Wan's doing a, a good deed, he's also putting a target on his on his back right. as well. That's and, like if you was to give shelter to a fugitive mm-hmm. who is your second cousin. Yeah, and it's literally like like he's literally the reason why he is his like what's the phrase? It's like it's like he's the reason why he's going to die. Like foreshadowing in a way. He will yeah. probably say that sometime in the line. You know, I believe this show is going to tell us why in the book of Boba Fett there's a stormtrooper in the Sarlacc. <laughs> you think so? I, I I believe so. And I actually mm. said when we did that after show of the Boba Fett, like, you know, think about it. What if they're in Kenobi one trip and fell in? Because we all know in Star Wars, if there's one character that's going to fall in accidentally into a Sarlacc pit, it's a stormtrooper. We can, we can go in a lot of directions with this show. It's... It's just right now, I feel like these are the first two episodes. Really? With this show, I after episode three, three, four, five, six, they're going to pick up the pace. Three yeah. is going to pick up the pace. We're going to get our Cobb Van moment. Uh, if, if any of these episodes are 30 minutes, we got cheated. Yes, I feel because like with a limited series... I think it's six episodes of a character as big as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Each episode needs to be an hour or more. You know, we, we could also think of is when this is going to be a little bit off topic, but I'm going to relate it to it. So Moon Knight has a six episode series. So if we see how that goes and how they wrap up a story of a character that's never been introduced and they do it well, then I have confidence that when they do Kenobi, that they can do it in six episodes. You know, I have complete faith in Deborah Chow, just like mm-hmm. I do Dave Filoni. We haven't seen like who directed or who's like in charge of these episodes. I think it's Dave. Filoni the, well, it, well, the one the, the like the head producer of Kenobi is Deborah Chow. Okay, and then what episodes did she do again for like Mandalorian or Boba? I forgot. I can't remember what episode she did, but she understands Star Wars almost. As good as Dave Filoni does. Okay. She's just cool. not in the spotlight as much as Dave Filoni. So as I long feel as like it's not a what's that guy's name? Yeah. Uh, All right. So the next shot, well, we actually hear him say the fight is done. Who do you think he's talking? I believe he's talking to he's someone. Quite yeah. I believe Qui-Gon. he's talking to someone through the Force. But I'm like sixty percent certain it's Yoda. There's a there's a scene where. He's looking over the horizon, or, or like I, it's I think it's the scene before he's watching Luke do like his pod racing. Like yeah, it, it, the next scene that we have here is Obi Wan sitting like in the trench with his little mm-hmm. water bottle next to him. I think that's Yoda. 
because how Luke, remember how Luke was talking to Yoda and The Last Jedi? This is the only time I'm ever going to make a reference to the awful series. Like, it's going to be something like that. Either it's Qui-Gon or Yoda, but I feel like the story will be more impactful with more Qui-Gon than Yoda because that was his former master who trusted him on his dying wish to protect Anakin. But what if at that point, Obi-Wan realizes that it wasn't Anakin that was the chosen one. It was through his bloodline that the chosen one would be Luke. Uh, Luke. And because the, we're this, here. This is what he'll probably realize at the end of the series. You know, two things. Thinks, yeah. Two things. Sorry to cut you off. No, you, no you just brought it to my attention. In Rebels, when we see Darth Maul confront Ben Kenobi, and Darth Maul says, is he the chosen one? Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan says, he is. He's not talking about Anakin. He's talking about Luke. Mm-hmm. So you make a very good point. What if Obi-Wan realizes Anakin was not the actual chosen one, but the Skywalker blood was? That would make that, that because that one phrase in Rebels has always kind of confused me. Like, I thought Anakin was the chosen one. What, why is he talking about Luke? But then if you look at this scene right here, the second thing. I feel like he's got a very big gap in between him and that rock to his rot. I feel like somebody's sitting with him. Yeah, that's in the scene. That's another shot where they blurt it out. I would. What if it's Boba Fett <laughs> riding like a bantha? <laughs> yeah, like a bantha. I'd be like, please, we don't need. I'm sure this show is going to be better than Boba Fett one because there's more depth to this character and we've had a lot more history with him. Yeah, Boba Fett's cool, but. Obi-Wan is the soul of Star Wars. I feel like this is going to be better than The Mandalorian. Slow down there, buddy. You're about to tick off so many Mandalorian fans. I don't care. I don't care. You're hearing it now. You're hearing it now. You're hearing it now from Rodian Radio. All right. My name is Chase. I am the host and creator of Rodian Radio. And as of right now at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, I am saying... Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to be the best Star Wars we've seen since Revenge of the Sith. I do agree with that, but I don't know if it's going to be at the Mandalorian level. It will be at the Mandalorian. So I'm going to be like General Grievous, time to abandon shit. (laughs) Look, when you, the moment you see Vader in this show, you're going to be like, Chase was right. I want it to be the best, but there are a few issues that came to, like, I watched the trailer before anybody made their silly comment on certain yeah we'll get, we'll get to that when we get oh, there yeah we will this is a dissection people we're, we're here to entertain but also dissect all right so the next the next yeah the next shot we got is uh we we see through the binox uh of the lars homestead mm-hmm. you can see uh let's zoom in here and see if we can spot anything uh if you look out there to the left it looks like a ufo is that Hondo in this show? Is that Hondo ship? All the way to the what left. if he's just parked it underneath the Lars homestead the whole time? And that's why Uncle Owen is so grumpy. He's like, oh, that pirate's parked underneath my house. I think it would be cool to see Hondo, but I, I mean, what I mean, Hondo show. landed. What if Hondo put his ship underneath the moisture farm? I smell profit. I feel like this show has more of a darker tone, more serious. 
Yes. But I I wouldn't mind seeing like an episode where Hondo's in it, but then I feel like if Hondo asks where's Anakin, then that's when the whole PTSD moment's gonna happen. So yeah. I can see how it could go both ways. I just wanna see Hondo in live action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not too bad. I just wanna see it. But if you look here at the if you zoom in a little bit, you can see uh little Luke sitting on the hut. You can see Aunt Baru coming up from the staircase and Uncle mm-hmm. Owen, we assume. Uh-huh. Coming out of the hut. And then the next shot is a zoom in shot of little Luke. Looks like he's uh, already practicing flying a starship in his imagination. Does he look like he's wearing pod racing glasses to you? And he looks like he's wearing Anakin that's... clothes from episode one. Yeah, that's a, that's the intention I was getting for that. What if this is not Luke? What if this is a flashback? <laughs> nah. What if it's okay. a flashback? What That's if it's hot. no? I know exactly who that is. That is Kitster. Oh goodness! That is no. Kitster. He's like mm. Anakin left, and I got the whole place to myself. <laughs> but yeah, mm. that he looks like he's wearing Episode One Anakin clothes. Uh, but the hair is a little bit dark for Luke. Well, it doesn't uh, uh, like brown hair sometimes turn into blonde, like depending. Well, on... yeah, you are having two sons beat down on you all day long yeah so it it may be like a dirty blonde or something it may be yeah yeah so we hear then we hear obi-wan say stay hidden i believe he's talking to another jedi right here i don't see why he'd be telling luke stay hidden or maybe he's telling um uh i keep forgetting the uncle's name Uh, uncle owen yeah uncle owen stay hidden i don't think so i i feel like uncle owen is the type of guy who goes into town frequently Mm-hmm. Uh, I really do believe he's talking to another Jedi. Uh, maybe uh, it might yeah. be Yoda, Cal, Cal Kestis. Now, I mm-hmm. do believe Cal Kestis might show up, but it's in a later scene, and we'll get there. I think he might fight Vader. Cal? Mm-hmm. He has mm-hmm. a higher probability than the, the, the next. I'm sorry, go Some, ahead. Somehow, I feel that there would be a mini fight like... Uh, like a cut in fight between Vader and Cal. Somehow we won't know it's Cal because he's gonna be in a cloak hood and then like the actor will show his face. Alright, so the reason I think Cal is gonna show up in this show mm-hmm. we already got the reference to Fallen Order in Book of Boba Fett uh-huh. episode five when we see the B D one droid. Yeah. I, and it's would... on Tatooine. Why is it on Tatooine? Cal dies. Does he die? Nobody dies in Star Wars. But what if he's a mod? A mod? No. <laughs> but I do think Cal's going to show up in the show. Why else would that BD droid be on Tatooine? True. And not with Cal. A good introduction for Cal would be with him. Him in the middle of a fight with Darth Vader, and somehow. Obi Wan like, just stumbles up. Yeah. Somehow he Vader just senses that he's spoken to him. If I don't know if that's gonna make sense. I'm like cutting a lot of Obi Wan Kenobi was up. referenced in Fallen Order. He was. He so was. Vader maybe think like maybe through another Jedi he might maybe, find Obi Wan. Maybe Vader uses Cal as a bait. Mm-hmm. For Kenobi, 
but it seems that Obi-Wan uses, like, he stays hidden because there's certain scenes in the trailer where he's just observing. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a quote where it's an itch, something an itch for a Jedi. Yeah, like, I've got it wrote down. We haven't got to that yet. <laughs> I'm way ahead. Man. <laughs> you yeah, you but, always do this when we do breakdowns. You always jump ahead like 20 steps. Cause I'm because I'm already thinking like the next one. And I'm like, eh, like what what did that come up with the Cad Bane Boba Fett fight? Yeah, but, but the I next thing we got here is uh, Obi Wan taking the Bodnox down, and he's got like a concerned look. Now that look to me looks very concerned. Mm-hmm. It it looks like he's talking to somebody right beside him, and I believe that I I believe what you're saying. I believe it's Yoda. Mm-hmm. I you know, I, have we ever seen Yoda on Tatooine? I don't think so. We have not. Maybe and then, it's, maybe I'm it's sorry. in the middle of a of a dialogue with either Yoda or Qui Gon, and or Mace Windu. Obi-Wan. I highly doubt that. Like to get Samuel Jackson back into Star Wars, he's they there. got Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor. That's different, though. Samuel Jackson is is a lot more expensive. Not to be. You know, bashing on. But they can get Liam Neeson. Yeah, there's a higher chance of Liam Neeson. I, but I feel like Liam would, Neeson would be more necessary. Yeah, Mace Windu is fine. It's just, it's more of a pick and choose. Like, yeah, I'd rather have Quagga. Yeah. It would make more right. sense because there's a more emotional attachment between Obi Wan and. Um, and Qui-Gon because of the relationship they had in episode one and also the expansion of the Clone Wars. Right. Then the next scene, we get the famous Duel of the Fates. Ear candy yeah. to all Star Wars fans. That's what, I, that's what I mean when they shift the tone. I feel like first two episodes... I, I did not expect that the first time I watched they're, the trailer. They're going to bring Walt somehow, somewhere. And we see the the sand go over the Lucasfilm logo. I liked that little that effect. Was really that was really cool. Gave me a, a end game vibe of like you know the sand disappearing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's foreshadowing like a tragic into another iconic character. In this one, if if it goes along with Rebels, it's going to be hard. Yeah. But at the same time. Well, this takes place like a few years before Rebels, mm-hmm. like two or three years before Rebels. But technically, the Inquisitor lives. The other one that we saw did. Maybe that yeah. one new Inquisitor we haven't seen probably wouldn't live. This takes place before Rebels, so we know that most of the Inquisitors survive after this show. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, so the next the next scene we get here is the Inquisitor ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the Grand Inquisitor saying the key to hunting Jedi is patience. Mm-hmm. And we go and to the if next. It's the, if this is the same Inquisitor who then turned into, or who then was a Templar Knight. It is. We, we have to get a background of why he turned. Either one, you know, the odds he was... him, or two, <laughs> he was seduced to the dark side. He I was... feel like it's option one. He was one of the the temple guards Mm -hmm. that took place during Ahsoka's trial. Yeah. 
and there's a lot of rumors that we'll get to it when we get in this in this scene when um the three inquisitors are sitting in this throne room and one inquisitor is off to the side and she's got like little head tails mm-hmm. there's a lot of rumors that that is Barisafi. Who was that again? The I the, didn't see the face. The the Jedi who framed Ahsoka. Really? That's Barasafi. She was Luminara Padawan. Oh. Mm. There's a lot of rumors that she is that other inquisitor, we the could, female inquisitor. We could get we could we could throw it out there. It could be a... And there was a reference to her, like her logo was shown in Grogu's flashback. Of Order sixty six, like there was a logo up on the wall, mm-hmm. and it was supposedly Barris Offie's logo. So, if we know Dave Filoni, and if he's got any attachment to this, he's bringing in stuff he's already done into this show. Or what if they do a, a trial from the Templars' perspective? Ooh, like a flashback, bring a live action, bring an animated scene into live action. That would be impressive. That would be impressive because they already did that with live action turning into animated in Clone Wars Season 7. Mm-hmm. If you see uh, the comparison when Obi-Wan and Anakin R2 are rescuing, rescuing the Chancellor yeah. from the ship, there's a, there's a scene from Revenge of the Sith that was animated mm-hmm. in one of the intro scenes. Well, this show so, can go in a lot of directions. I feel like no matter what happens... It would, it would have the support of, I'd say, a solid 85% of the community. It's going to have my full 100%. No, it has mine too, but I'm just saying overall as a community because when we got to the Inquisitor, people were saying he was too thick and he yeah. was like mega mind. When I saw him, I was like, he looks a little funny. Like, he looks a little big. Like He looks a little funny, but you know exactly who it is. True. But what they could have done is... Uh, a different the head shape should have been different it I was, agree it, it reminded me too much of like Brainiac or like Megamind <laughs> yeah I agree but we Other know exactly that, who actor, it is the actor was good I, I think him. that I think he is uh, the same actor who done the voice in Rebels for the Grand Inquisitor yeah it's perfect so but right, it so... might be it might be like um, for example when we heard Bane in the dark oh, oh, I thought you were talking oh, about Bane. No, I was talking about, talking about <laughs> Bane from the Dark Knight. Like, people didn't understand. You merely adapted to the darkness. <laughs> like, I was born in it. People didn't understand what he's saying, but eventually, like, throughout the film, people liked the character. So, yeah. it could be something like that. Like, some, some little detail like that. And, but there was a lot of hate for it. I understand it, but. People hate yeah. everything nowadays. I mean, they have nothing else better to do. It's just People so hate everything nowadays. All right, so the next shot we got here is the ship pulling up to the tower over the water. And if you look, there is an Imperial shuttle. I believe Vader is in this tower. I feel like it's a hologram. Definitely oh. Vader would be. I don't see why Vader would need a ship for a hologram. Because there is an Imperial shuttle right there, the same shuttle Vader used. And Palpatine mm. used in Revenge in Return of the Jedi when he boards the Death Star. Palpatine yeah. comes out in one of those shuttles. Could we see Palpatine? No, I don't want to see any more Palpatine. I'm done with that. <laughs> in my opinion, is it just be dragging the character? And 
I, I, they'll start off showing Vader in small bits. Yeah. First, it would, I believe it'll be him in his chamber on Mustafar. Right. Or it'll be the hologram at that Inquisitor's. You know what I would love to see? I would love to see Vader visiting Padme's grave. Or Vader with the 501st. Ooh. That'd be that'd be a sick shot. They, yeah, they already brought him. They already brought him back. Yeah. The book of Boba Fett. They in the book of Boba Fett. They brought back Luke, Mando, five hundred and first, and the prequels, and Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. This this people of that. And that all episode was made by Dave Filoni. Right. Nobody else and and John Favreau. And John Favreau, of course. Nobody else could have made that. Mm. I think that is still the perfect episode. I do too. If so then. Oh, you're I'm sorry. No, you go ahead, man. You're on a roll and I'm going to let you go. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, there's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, I got it down. Like, I, I'm, I'm honest with people. Like, I'm the type where when I watch something, I know it. When I, I don't take notes or anything like that, it's just like my I style think this work. is the most excited I've ever seen you. <laughs> For Obi-Wan, <laughs> so I'd say because this is literally like the soul of Star Wars. This is, this is a perfect show. Like, this is a high risk show because if it fails, Star Wars will end up like the Titanic, break in half. Like, yeah, there's gonna be one pe- one side that's gonna be super pissed off, but we'll still be side. here. We would, we would. I'm, I'm, I'm very confident that they'll get the job done. And if they do make a second season, it they they won't. It's a limited series. Mm, Disney, but you the, never know. Like, like Disney likes the money. You never know. But, I read, I prefer an Obi Wan Kenobi than a, a, a book of Boba Fett season two. We don't need that. We can just tell like they I can't need wrap that. the ending. I do not need that. Personally. I need that. Okay, so the next scene we get here is we see. Uh, it looks like, looks like they're on Tatooine in a like a cantina. We have the fifth brother to the left. Cantina. Yeah, the cantina. <laughs> then we got the Grand Inquisitor. He's talking to somebody who's got like a do rag, a head wrap on. And then um, keep that in mind because that's very important when we see this next shot towards the end of the trailer. That that guy's wearing a head wrap. Just keep that in mind. So we have that scene and then he said, the Grand Inquisitor says, uh, well that's later on. So we got the Fifth Brother, then we got the Grand Inquisitor, and then to the right of the Grand Inquisitor we have, I'm guessing this is going to be the main Inquisitor of the show. Her name is Reva. Uh, I'm not sure who plays this character, but then the next scene we've got looks like a transport train carrying like, people to work. Uh, if you look bus, in the Obi-Wan distance, the <laughs> yeah, Obi Wan on the bus. If you look in the distance, there's a big tower. I know this is Tatooine, but tell me that does not look like Ezra's tower from Rebels. It does. If we see, see with this show, it could introduce so many other spin-offs like Ezra or or maybe like I feel like they're saving Ezra until Ahsoka Mm, we need we need a little bit now because we don't even know I I agree if if I would want it to be the the guy from Aladdin with the new version with Will Smith yeah I see him as Ezra I do too yeah it's it's a good opportunity the next scene we got here is we see a shot of Obi-Wan with his arms folded on the train with people. Now, a bunch of these people on the train are all humans. There's not really any aliens. I see mm-hmm. two aliens, and the rest of them are humans. 
Then the next scene, we've got another shot. Now, this shot is something I want to talk about. We see the three Inquisitors at the table. Mm. They're in the tower. It looks like it's underwater. I believe they've cut out somebody in that chair, and I believe that's Vader. Vader's not the type to sit, in my opinion. He's he's this but is a test not that Vader. chair looks different from all the other chairs. Even in Empire Strikes Back, he wasn't sitting down when they had the dinner scene. Okay, so maybe that's <laughs> you're right. So maybe that's <laughs> the Grand Inquisitor's chair. It could be, but I feel like in the center is a hologram with Vader. Vader, since I think what gave it away was they said he was meaner and and more full of rage. So if I feel like even though the Inquisitors are still like superior, they still will shake up when they see Vader, even through a hologram. Yes. They'll they'll definitely act. I mean, Vader was choking people out via FaceTime and. Empire Strikes Back. He was. So, this type of Vader, what's going to be interesting about it is that they'll maybe have like a two minute conversation, but I could back that up because he doesn't have the patience and second, better things to do. So, I could understand. Like, because with Vader, the most dialogue he's had was with his son. Yeah. You think about it? Yeah, Dude, you're I'm right. on a roll. I, I'm not even like I'm just going like this right now. I'm just hitting everything. So, so this, this Vader is definitely this the, Inquisitor the right here. Vader. This Inquisitor right here, sitting to the left. If mm-hmm. you zoom in, you can see little head tails. That's what people are saying is Bear Safi. Yeah, we could. I mean, I wouldn't reject that. And it, and it's nice to see some original stormtroopers standing in the back. I would it would be terrified as a stormtrooper then. I would if too. If I man. sneeze or like they fart, like, it's like you're in a room with three inquisitors and Vader walks in, like oh, I, I see what you're talking about. I see. It's just a little blurry. Yeah. So previous we had uh, the Grand Inquisitor say again, Jedi can't help what they are. And um, so the next scene we've got is looks like a guy hanging in the street. This, I believe, is Cal Kestis. Hold on, let me drink my water. I almost spilled it out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I do. I believe this is Cal Kestis, and I don't think, I don't think he's necessarily hanging. I think the Inquisitors killed him. They have him up in the air via force, and that's why everybody looks kind of depressed. This is like a, you know, you're gonna do what we say. Give us the Jedi, or this is what's going to happen to you. Basically, they're using him as a example. But I believe this is Cal Kestis. The way I saw it was he was being hung by a rope. That's what it more looked like. It wasn't like force. Well, if you go to the next scene, you see the Inquisitor with their lightsaber kind of intimidating the crowd. So this makes me wonder if she's holding him up by the force. But he's already dead. Mm -hmm. I believe that's Cal Kestis. Oh, that's that's a really difficult assumption because they're just gonna kill off a character just like <laughs> just like that where no introduction. Maybe, maybe well we don't know because this could be in a later episode. We could we could start off Kenobi with Cal Kestis. I feel like that's the type of show. I feel like this for. may be the first or second episode. Yeah, this is definitely the first two episodes at the most. 
we haven't seen anything more than that, and I don't want to see anything more. I don't want any more trailers or anything. I don't trailers. either. It'll it's it just tells me that they need to market this more for people to listen. But people who even aren't Obi Wan Kenobi fans, they've seen Star Wars, and it's like they they're basing off a character from the seventies. This is gonna be interesting, or maybe right. not. We have to see like that kind of thing. So then the next scene we get here is a shot close up of Uncle Owen. He kind of looks like he's uh, trying to keep a secret, but not trying to let people know it. Maybe mm-hmm. he's maybe he's sees this before Kenobi knows Inquisitors are on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. This is this, so. This is how I see the show is going to go down. The Inquisitors find out that there's a Force sensitive person, a Jedi, on Tatooine, but mm-hmm. it's not Kenobi. They don't know about Kenobi. Could be Luke. That's why I'm saying no. I'm saying like it could be another Jedi, like Cal Kestis or Quinlan Vos or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. This is who ends up getting killed. This look right here on Owen's face tells me that he needs to go tell Kenobi, "Hey, there's people here looking for Jedi. You need to get them off world." That would set up why Kenobi leaves Tatooine, and we see him later in the trailer in like a city. Or he tells. Oh Kenobi no! Here we go. Or he tells him that he needs to leave because he is putting a target on his back. Right. And it would Either him. way. And regardless, uh, him watching over Luke would be meaningless because they would all be dead. Yep. But either way, I feel like this Jedi right here was also hiding out on Tatooine. And they found him before they even knew Kenobi was there. And Kenobi just leaves because he's afraid. He feels threatened. Without you, actually, what if this might be a little Disney thing? But what if the reason we'll say like we go with what you're saying? What if the reason why they don't sense Kenobi is because he gave up his powers? Ooh! Now there is one of those promo shots in Entertainment Weekly where he he's sitting in the cave. Paper. He's sitting in the cave. He's in his cave, and yeah. it's like got a blue film over it. Mm-hmm. What if that's a Force ghost? The Qui Gon. It has to be Qui Gon. We can do, but we know that Qui Gon doesn't know how to project his his body as a Force ghost, just his voice. True, but and I think in the Clone Wars he was like this, like white balls, like speaking Could to Yoda. Be, yes, yeah. but this is very blue, and it looks very blue to what a Force ghost looks like. Mm-hmm. What if this is like a dream Kenobi's having? And it's Anakin's Force Ghost. Mm. If it's a dream, sure. But if it was not a dream, and I want it to be Yoda. Yoda. Has right, I'm not sorry. Not Yoda. Yoda's not dead yet. Yeah, because the Force Ghost thing. No. What if it's Plo Koon? Oh my goodness, Dave Filoni. If Dave Filoni's on one of these episodes, I'm expecting Plo Koon to show up via Force Ghost. Weren't Force Ghosts first established with Obi-Wan and... They were first established with Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon taught Yoda. Yoda found out how to project his body as a Force Ghost. Yoda told Obi-Wan at the end of Revenge of the Sith, I can show you how to commune with your old master. That's how Obi-Wan learned. I feel like Obi-Wan... I feel like Anakin and Luke get a pass because they're Skywalkers. They don't need to be taught. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's how it went. So I don't know of any other Jedi that knows how to do this. So. In this time period. 
But hey, we're going to get back to it in just a second. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll finish the rest of the breakdown. Make sure you stay along with us if you enjoy this episode. Uh, you don't want to miss our upcoming thoughts because it's about to get crazy in here. So <laughs> stay tuned, and we'll be back in just a second. Welcome back to the second half here of the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer breakdown and predictions. All right, so where we left off, we are at uh, Uncle Owen, and then the next shot we go to, we see Reva on the top of a rooftop in a new planet that we've not seen yet, from my understanding, called Dayu. Uh, This is supposed to be a Hong Kong-based city in Star Wars. Or cyberpunk. Yeah, or cyberpunk. (laughs) Um, all right, and then the next scene we've got um, the Inquisitor ship landing, and we see an Imperial officer coming out of it. Now that mm-hmm. actress who actually plays that officer, I'm not sure her name, but she was in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, then the next scene we go to, we see Kenobi walking in the middle of a crowd yeah. uh, with his hood on. Cool yeah, I just love seeing even McGregor with the hood on like that. He doesn't even. He's he's talking like in his head but we've never seen him like speak which i think is like really cool because i'm like what does he have to say like because it's all his thoughts you know like your thoughts are different from what you say yeah and then the next shot we go to we see uh i'm gonna go back here um at this kenobi scene we see a bunch of people lined up with the inquisitors mm-hmm. um kind of looking this reminded me of the fallen order scene when they go to the where Cal works at the scrapyard and they line yeah. everybody up and it's like an interrogation and they, they're hunting out the Jedi. That's what this looked like to me in this scene right here. And it looks like Kenobi's kind of just watching from the distance. Trying not to be tempted. Yeah, trying not to be tempted. But then we hear uh, the Inquisitors say their compassion leaves a trail. A Jedi code is like an itch. They can't help it. That... I don't think... I th- What I've, I've noticed about that... They're trying. They don't obviously. They don't know that they're trying to get Obi Wan, but at the same time, the Inquisitors are sloppy. They are. They're very because sloppy. If if Obi Wan were to fight all the whole Inquisitor table, I They'd think all he die. would. He would. He would. He would kill them in self defense. Obi Wan yes. has never strike. Mm, let me let me take strike first. In some, I can't remember, but he probably maybe in the Clone Wars, but any live action because it's like a war. Yeah, how I see it is Obi Wan is um. You have to remind people that Obi Wan is one of the smartest Jedi's that we know. One, as a Padawan, he be a Sith that hasn't been done whatever a thousand years. Thousand years. He beat Darth Maul, trained by Darth Sidious. The second most powerful individual in the whole galaxy. And he beat him three times. <laughs> one in the Clone Wars and the one in the Rebels. And maybe we'll see a fourth time. He is he can't be tempted 
be on the dark side after all the things he's gone through he's lost his friends he's lost his brother Anakin and he's lost his loved one by Maul he wasn't consumed by the dark side yeah he is strong side light and he's also pre- he's a troll too because he is he, he, he is tends, he tends to tick off a lot of people but at yeah. the same time he got like that that's that swagger I guess he does. But, he's yeah. got he's got a lot of uh, like sarcasm, swagger, where it doesn't come off as offensive. So so these acts that the Inquisitors are doing, it'll pick him off, but I feel like he won't draw the sword, unfortunately. He's, Not until Obi- like Vader shows up. Obi Wan is gonna face more of a mental yes. conflict than a physical conflict. Completely agree. Cause in this show he will turn into not Obi-Wan, but into Ben. Ben basically. Kenobi, yeah. So people have to understand is they are two different characters. Like like when you, like you're obviously, hopefully majority of people are, you're completely different from when you start high school and when you finish like like college. or In four years. Course. Yeah, you're definitely different within four years. Now imagine 10 on top of everything like he's gone through. With twin sons. Yeah, beating down in the, on in you the every blazing day. suns. He's not like Boba over here frying like an egg and riding like a bantha. <laughs> like a bantha on the sons of Tatooine. Yeah. All right, so the next scene we get here is we see a stormtrooper looking up at a droid. I'm not sure what droid this is, but that is definitely okay. a stormtrooper. That is definitely a stormtrooper. But then the ne- the very next shot, we see the back half of stormtrooper armor, but that is not stormtrooper armor. That is clone armor, mm. and I fully believe that is Rex. What because, is Rex doing in this show? What, what do you think? Well, I believe this is the Bad Batch version of Rex because later on in the show, in the in the trailer, we see a a hooded figure looks like the exact robes that Rex is wearing in the Bad Batch, mm. and he's got a blaster by his side. Mm-hmm. I believe, and I'm not sure what's in his hand here. It doesn't look like a lightsaber. Or maybe a comm, you know how they have like the sticks. Yeah, maybe like a disruptor stick or something like that. But that yeah, is clone armor. That is clone armor. And then the next shot, we see the Grand Inquisitor pop out his helicopter lightsaber. <laughs> his fidget spinner, as people were saying at the time. Yeah, and now, now back to what I said earlier about the the guy he was talking to had the head wrap. In this scene, this character does not have a head wrap on, and it looks like he's got modifications done to the back of his head. I believe this is Echo. Live action. If we see the Bad Batch in this, that'll blow my mind. I don't think it'll be the Bad Batch. I think it'll just be Rex and Echo. But this looks exactly like the back. Like, what's this? Echo is always with the Bad Batch, though. Maybe the Bad Batch died. This is 10 years after. Oh, mm, Echo will be the last one to survive. Or maybe he just split up with him. Maybe Rex contacted him and was like, hey, I need your help. It's an old friend. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the back of this character's head, it looks exactly like Tim Morrison. Maybe. And it, it, he's got like the lobot head modifications, and it looks just like Echo. And like I said, the shot right before was clone armor, which I believe is Rex. Then the next shot we get the Grand Inquisitor interrogating this guy, 
who looks like Echo. What if he's got Rex Echo, and that's one character, because this is a completely different setting. The first mm-hmm. time we saw him talking, he was in a cantina. Now this looks like he's in a back alley of a city. Mm-hmm. So what if, what if he caught Rex and Echo? Clones, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that one. I'm not really sure how to predict that. But it, clone definitely we'll see. But we don't know who it is. Echo. It would just be. It would kind of be random to me because I'm trying to find the connection. It would be random, but I don't but see if I any other like... person it would be if it, if this is a clone. I don't see any other clone that has head modifications like that. It would also, if there was a connection, it may be like Bad Batch could connect the dots. Maybe, we don't know. We know how Dave Filoni likes to work. I know. So season two could be the ending of it, hopefully, because I don't see it expanding anymore than what it is. It should have been wrapped in one, but they decided to end it off in a very passive and disappointing way. But anyways, if it's Echo... If it links to the Bad Batch, like season two, whatever happens, and I'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I can see that. But at this at this moment, it, I, it would feel random to me. Yeah, you never know. Maybe yeah. Rex was like, "Hey, Echo, I need a favor." There you go. Connect the dots. True. Then the next scene we get is we see the fifth brother. Uh, this was also one of the Inquisitors and in Rebels walking through the city with a group of stormtroopers. Mm. Um. Then we have the next scene. We've got um, now this. This is um, two. Looks like two escape pods shooting off. This makes me. This kind of looks like Yoda's escape pod when he left Kashyyyk in Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. What if this Yoda and Grogu? You think they'd be together? Because if this is a flashback of Revenge of the Sith, I don't see why. Obi-Wan would have the same size escape pod Yoda has. Mm-hmm. So what if this is how Grogu ended up where where we see him in Mando season one? Are we really going to connect the dots with that? Yeah. You think so? I don't know. It just kind of makes you think. Then the next scene we so got... Possible, in six yeah, episodes. This is a minute and like 47 second trailer that we have turned into about, about an hour and a half show. <laughs> We're one of those guys like, look at yeah. that over there. Like, but no, we, ours are pretty legit. Yeah. I feel like our predictions could go any way that we throw out there. Hmm. And then the next shot that we got, we see Reva again popping out her lightsaber as she's chasing somebody in the street. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is. I, I don't think it's Uncle Owen. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is just a random guy who's like, or maybe this is another Jedi. Maybe this is Cal Kestis. Uh-huh. Dude, there's just so many possibilities in this show. Like we, it's. I I'd say we do it one episode at a time, but right now we're dissecting the trailer. Yes, when, we are going to have to do up, one episode at a time. We are. There's no way we can turn. We're not going to have a, a eight-hour podcast. <laughs> if each episode is is exactly like episode six in the book of Boba Fett, I, I'd be like, we're in for a ride. If episode one has to set the tone, I'm like yes. Boba Fett. Boba Fett, it was like okay, all over I the place. Yeah, what? It was all over the place. All right. So the next thing we got here, we see a hand. Uh, 
rubbing a marking on the wall. This looks like the Jedi logo, but I don't know whose hand this is. I believe Reva again. And uh, maybe because the next scene we go to is we see Reva in a back alley with uh, a hooded figure again with the blaster. Maybe with her touching the hand, the, the mark on the wall, maybe she found like the secret Jedi hideout and she walks down the alley and then Rex is the one that confronts her before she finds the Jedi. But that blaster, a lot of people are saying that's Han Solo's blaster. It's not. That blaster actually matches more to Cad Bane's than it does Han Solo's. I don't think that's Cad Bane. No, I don't think so. I don't see any way that's Cad Bane. This is the person I believe is Rex because he's in a hood and then the next thing we go to, they're on a rooftop shooting and it looks just like Rex. Rex is Poncho in the bad backs. But the pistols, he always had his Clone Wars pistols. Maybe he lost them. Yeah, true. I mean, it wouldn't make a difference. Maybe this blaster that. is what we see that clone trooper drop down that we think was a lightsaber. Maybe mm-hmm. it was a blaster. Just Maybe. from the angle, we can't tell it. Yeah. Mine. All right. And then so. Then the next one we go to is we got. Uh, some birds flying out of the steam. These kind of look like Mora, which is Ahsoka's little owl thing. Mm-hmm. If we see Ahsoka in this show, I don't want to see Ahsoka unless it's a younger flashback Ahsoka. Could be. That could, that's an interesting one. Or if, if, this could be the beginning of Fulcrum. True. This, I'm telling you, man. Obi-Wan is literally the root for the next Star, Star Wars stories for maybe 10 yeah. I agree. Five, five. I'd say it's five years. For and now. then the next, the the next shot that we have here is Obi Wan looking down, and then he kind of looks up to his left. This kind of looks like he's a life or death decision, based on the look on his face. Yeah. I don't know what he could be speculating. And then the next scene that we see is the Obi Wan Kenobi logo it says limited series streaming May twenty fifth. We hear Vader breathing, and then we get the new Disney Plus Star Wars animation thing with the lightsaber coming over and doing the plus on the Disney. And then, and then the music was from when Anakin was on Mustafar. Yep, and they actually brought back Vader. John Williams for this show too, which if, if you got John Williams back for a Star Wars project, you know it's big. The man is almost 100 years old. <laughs> He's still making Star Wars. You know it is Shout big. Out to John Williams. You know it's big for John Williams to come back. To be honest, how I would be, I'd watch set first, and then the Obi Wan Kenobi series, and then Rebels. Yeah, that's how I would see it. Bad Batch, sure, would be like after. But if I'm thinking of the Obi Wan Kenobi line, it would be like that. So, I don't know. It's a lot to look forward to. It is. It's definitely very exciting. I, I would just recommend people to be patient. I know yes, it's, be it's patient. a series, but at the same time, you have to understand that this is... If David only wrote this script, he's been thinking about the script. That's what I see. Or when Because once they've wrapped up Rented say like two thousand four, like they were just waiting to release it in May of two thousand five. He probably had a thought in the back of his head. 
even though he even though he wasn't like part of the Star Wars like industry yet, what if like he just had the random thought like you know this would be a cool idea for Obi Wan Kenobi. Right what if he was writing this script when he was back in high school? Imagine sitting next to him. Dude. I would peek over like if like I'd be like, "What you got there?" Yeah, Only what you got there? Who he was. Yeah. And then some other guy would be like, "That's stupid," and then look, be like, "Look at it now." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Overall, this show would be the backbone of Star Wars. It would, it would literally be like what Mandalorian was to save when Star it... Wars now. Yes. We are escalating Star Wars to a new level. Yeah. This this. You don't even have to be a Star Wars fan to watch this. If you've seen Revenge of the Sith, you can relate to all like the like things that happen. Like, the way I see this is the expansion of Revenge of the Sith. This is is this George Lucas's four hour edition of Revenge of the Sith? Like yes, it is. is. <laughs> it's like it oh is. yeah, I had uh, six hours to lead a scene. Uh, yeah. Revenge of the Sith. We just decided to upgrade upgrade like the graphics and like um, CGI animation and all the technology. Yes, this is the extended cut of Revenge of the Sith. But this Obi Wan looks more defeated. Yeah, but we very traumatized. We will see Ben Kenobi. They'll they'll do it. Just slap on you know the robes, you know, and then give him the white hair. The way this show I want to end is a time jump, and we see Ben Kenobi looking over Luke as a teenager, and then just end credits. Or how I want it to end is Obi Wan. Walking towards Luke in that canyon. Oh yeah, with the crate jargon sound. Mm-hmm. Yep, that that's the way it would go. That'd yeah, be pretty it good. Up, it wrap ups the whole thing. And then it take his hood off. Hello there. And that's it. Incredible. And the distance could be the distance could be blurred because it both his white. But we all know what it is. Mm-hmm. We all know what it is. Exactly. That. All right, what an episode. Can't wait for May 25th. It's going to be big. Rodian Radio will be here after each episode to no, do after shows. Um, we appreciate everyone checking us out tonight. If you followed along with us, um, check us out on our social medias on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and our YouTube. And please subscribe to our YouTube. We know a lot of the people who watch our YouTube are not subscribed to us. It costs you nothing. It's completely free to subscribe to us. Uh, we would appreciate it very much. If we can reach 100 subscribers, we'll give away one of our Wolfpack hoodies. You can check out our merchandise on our Instagram page. Quick shout-out to our sponsor, Dr. Awesome, on Instagram. He's a Lego photographer. He does great photos. Um, if you wanna, we want to hear from you, send us your emails at rodianradiopc at gmail.com. Um, new episodes here every Friday. And um, you can join us back here next week. But until May 25th, there's not much we can say about Kenobi. But um, And uh, please subscribe to our YouTube. Give us likes, comments, leave us a review on your podcast of choice if it allows you. It really helps us break all the algorithms. And uh, until next time, this has been Rodian Radio. May the Force be with you. My name is Chase. This is Danny. And we are out.
this episode. <laughs>